The hoary live oaks wept with rain, and fog off the Savannah River shrouded all traces of the early Georgia spring in a chill mist. Beyond the forest clearing lurked impenetrable, rumbling darkness, and the constant threat of the unknown. But within the feeble circle of orange light, Company K of the Wiregrass Rifles took their ease. One lone figure remained tense, however, flinching at the slightest sound and darting suspicious eyes at the others. Hey, Sarge, Private Grundy from Clinch County called, making the solitary soldier jump. If we had us a gal or two in camp, we sure could hoot and holler fit to kill tonight. Reckon why us Johnny Rebs don't have none of them patriotic ladies following us into battle like I hear tell of old General Joe Hooker's been bringing along for his boy's pleasure. The drunken private passed the crockery jug onto his burly sergeant. The big man took a swig, but kept his attention on the young soldier who had segregated himself from the others. He just couldn't make the kid out. It wasn't natural for a fella going off to war not to be buddies with his squad. Private Vinnie Rutledge, late of Thunderbolt Plantation near Savannah, knew Sergeant Odell was watching her. She pulled her kepi down farther to shadow her face and the blanket closer around her rain-soaked zouave's uniform. Pretending to stare into the sputtering campfire, she kept one eye on the rowdy men. They had consumed the last of the spirits they'd received as farewell gifts when the regiment marched out of Savannah three days before, and were making fast work of several jugs of confiscated moonshine. Now, besotted as shantymen on a Saturday night, they were restless, querulous, and hell-bent on mischief. Lavinia had to admit to herself that for once in her life, she was just plain scared witless. She'd fared all right so far. No one knew she wasn't just another green recruit fresh out of the South Georgia swamps. But all this loose talk about women? Had some of them guessed? She'd cropped her long red hair, whacking it off as best she could with her skinning knife. But its natural curl and the night's rain had kinked it into a fine, fiery fuzz, framing the pretty oval of her face. She'd chosen a zouave scarlet and green uniform especially because of its loose shirt, bolero, and full pantaloons. She'd stitched every seam herself, adding extra fullness to conceal her blossoming womanhood. Still, had the men, that surly sergeant from Waycross in particular, recognized some telltale female softness in the depths of her large green eyes? Had they wondered at the translucent luster of her beardless cheeks? Had they noticed the delicacy of her hands, her slender feet? And this damn rain, she thought. It plastered her shirt to her bosom. Hey, you, swamp boy, Sergeant Odell growled. You not so good at holding your liquor, or are you just downright unsociable? You best be making friends with these here boys if you want some of them saving your hide once we face down them Yankees. When Lavinia didn't answer, Sergeant Odell turned back to his men with a broad wink. Maybe this boy just figures on sitting the war out, dreaming of home and his mama's sugar tit. The dozen or so soldiers in the clearing added their own guffaws and lewd comments. Even after hearing their coarse language for three days, Lavinia still blushed. But she tried to ignore them. Sergeant Odell in particular had been looking to cause her trouble all night, even forcing a swig of rotgut whiskey down her earlier, claiming it would keep away the grip in this soggy weather, but laughing his full head off when she choked on the foul stuff. Her stomach still clutched in horror at the mere thought of the fiery liquor. She had sipped champagne at balls and even tasted brandy from her brother's glasses once or twice, but that white lightning from the still they'd come across earlier in the day was pure poison. You hear me, boy? The big, black-bearded man approached the rotten log where Lavinia sat huddled alone by the fire. 
She cringed inside the wet blanket as his shadow fell over her. Her eyes stayed focused on the ground, while every nerve screamed a silent plea for help. But her five brothers, unaware that she had sneaked off to join their troop, were further up the line in another camp, no doubt fast asleep and dreaming about their father and sister back home at Thunderbolt. Lavinia sighed wearily. Right back to Thunderbolt was where they'd send her if they found out she meant to go to war the same as them. She sat up taller on the log and squared her slim shoulders defiantly, thinking about what they'd say to her when they discovered she was here. Jake, the eldest, would call her a goddamned little fool and tell her war was man's work. The twins, Elijah and Earl, would sulk and accuse her of trying to steal their thunder and remind her she ought to know her place and stay in it.